0: We are going to look back at what I think was a very productive week. Hopefully, you did too. You got your pocket sutra. You can pull it out. Um, with the concept of working with this, with this gap, um, I'm going to pull up a few slides on the screen so we can get started with the conversation. So the Sanskrit is the Buddhist this one and the next sutra, pretty challenging, but we get better by trying challenging things. Welcome Roseanne. Um Abhi La Shad Bahir Gati Samba And today's is gonna to be even harder, so enjoy the easiness of this one, even though it doesn't take ready. Abhi la shad bahir gati samba So we have this insatiable and insistent desire to fill this gap that we feel in our own nature and that causes our flow and our movement which i thought was pretty like awesome terminology to get from the sutras Um, it causes our flow and our movement to be towards the objective world not the subjective internal world and so this is what carries us it says from one birth to another, meaning it keeps us sort of trapped in the loop of samsara. So we've got this feeling of incompleteness, which was described and has been described in the sutras as the anava mala. You can just say it, anava mala.
1: I yeah. It's good to remember
0: that those are some key words that come up a ton. So you get this gap that you feel. And I think I've heard this across many different religions. You know, growing up in the south, when I would go to church, they would talk about. They'd be like there's a feeling inside you just you don't feel complete you know and it's like, oh yeah you're right okay yeah uh and uh, so everybody has acknowledged this gap in their own way uh and the yogis say this gap is a part of our true nature it's not to be cast aside it's not to be shunned or rejected it's it's there and in fact as um i think anonima was asking last week it's almost like It's a part of the process of growing. We have to get familiar with them. It's this void space that actually is anything but empty, as it appears to be from an objective perspective, from the object's perspective. So instead of trying to fill this gap with stuff or thoughts, as it naturally tends to, as every clean surface on a room will tell you, it never stays empty. You put a table in a room, and it's full within a week, you know. Um, so every sort of gap attracts objects. Uh, that we can learn instead how to go inside when we feel that gap, go inside and feel it as energy in as space. So I wanted to try something a little different this week. That was sort of the recap, the re-gap. And I want to just do a two-minute pre write. If you got your pocket sutra, write all over it, whatever. If you don't, grab a piece of paper. You know I'm a proponent of handwriting because there's a quality to it that's hard to replicate with tapping. Um, And so we're just going to do a two-minute free write, see where that lands for you. And then we can share either from the free write or you can share from your notes from the week. You know, All good. So um, take a moment for free writing. The key, and I've only learned this from experience, and I have to relearn it every time I write, is to try to feel that space or that gap It just happens to be a part of our decisions. We try to feel that space first. Try to feel
1: the space before you fill it with words. Feel a space in your heart. It happens to be the focal point of our writings so is perfect. And as you write, try to maintain an awareness of that space. That's it. Um, So take a couple minutes for yourself. The rare occasion where you don't have a pen and paper around, which is fine, you can even draw, you can write in the air. I know it seems silly, but it's really the same thing. You'll remember what you wrote. But it's always optional. about 30 seconds. I know it's not a lot of time, but just enjoy it. Let yourself finish the thought you're on. All right, and then take a moment to just look at what you wrote, scan it.
0: I can probably read it pretty quick. I know it's only a couple of minutes. Underline the keyword or phrase that really stands out to you. Welcome to type it right into the chat box as we're talking. Um, but since time is sort of precious, um, type away, please, by all means, or raise your
1: hand and start sharing, and we'll just read the keyword as we go to. Go for it, Bob. Oh, let me double check my uh, audio. Is going through in speeds? Give me about one second. Bob, okay. So.
0: Testing one two testing. Okay, give it a shot now.
2: All right, I'm on a new inexpensive Chromebook because the old ones no longer will do Zoom. Okay. Uh,
0: now I've got <laughs> you. Thank you, and I apologize. Go ahead. You're
1: good. All right, all
2: right. <laughs> so you said start by feeling the gap, and. Uh, I remember the gap from years and years and years ago. Can you see? Okay. I wrote gap, empty, need, desire, wish. Wish for something. Nope. Wish for something. Nope. Wish for something. Nope. Doesn't work. Wish. No. Help. Surrender. Ah. Wish to grow.
0: There's a lot of laughter in the room. Thank you, Bob. I think I was running around and might have missed the concept there, but.
3: I um, I, a disembodied good. voice over here thinks you should make a cartoon out oh, of I that. I was really feeling like that progression. Um, that's it, you don't have to
4: show me.
1: Thanks, Bob, for kicking us off. Yeah, and I know, right, you can't, the gap can't be filled. Appropriately. Creative magic flow on you. Oh, Usha, I saw your hand go up. Go for it.
3: Well, I have a really honest share. And um, this Sutra was really to read that I read the Sutra this morning um, that we just read. And um, I had a really, a real experience of of having a gap and what i went for and um and it was definitely for me something external um and it was definitely that needing to do something um whether and sometimes my needing to do something is something that i feel is like good or beneficial to others but it was still this you know like i need to do something and then I felt like a, I feel a panic about it. And so it was really wonderful for me to read this and to realize more fully what's happening so that I can reach for a mantra or reach for something um, internal instead of external. So I really appreciate, um, I really appreciate this teaching.
1: Thanks, Usha. Yeah,
0: it's nice that the teaching really did boil down to a very simple concept. It's like when you feel the gap, just make sure that your, your next instinct is to go in. Um, you know, really simple. Just like, OK, I can do that. Because when you're in that space, quite literally, the avoid like space when you don't feel clear direction. Um, it's good to have very simple options. You know, because yeah, you're right,
1: because it does tend to lead us towards those feelings of, oh, what do I do next? Thank you for sharing that. Just scanning for hand, and I apologize if I missed any. You're always welcome to unmute. Oh, sound is quiet. Do you want my mic? Oh, try that again. Sorry about that. Is that any better? Thanks. Yeah, we. Uh, I keep thinking
0: I fixed the uh, mic issue. I really thought I did, but I didn't. So
1: anyone else want to share before we? I read out some stuff? All right. Yeah. Let's take a look at some of these keywords. Wow, there's a lot. Creative magic flow. Oh, there's you can use that one if you want. Awareness regardless of depth cool constant regardless
0: of circumstances it's a little out of a biased vocal range so oh there's a bar in front filling with the space with the inner self build gap with dancing taras space for everything being with what is letting go complete surrender dance with shiva Sometimes feel like I'm always searching for something, but don't know what
1: it is. I'm searching for dandy. I'm searching for. Emptiness and awareness.
5: I had a hard time filling the gap. Great. Um, I just filled it up fast. (laughs) I filled it up with dancing jars. Cool. So
0: it's interesting that you could have both of those experiences simultaneously where you could have a hard time feeling it, but fill it, but, but, but you could be aware of it enough to fill it with something. So help me with that.
5: Um, well, it, at first, it, it just felt limited. It, it, I could fill a space, but it wasn't very big. And then when I tried to uh, increase it, Um, and open it up that's when i went to the land of the towers i see when i tried
0: yeah yeah well i'm you know we're uh you know you're an advanced practitioner been doing this for decades so it's sort of like we're all in this soup together just playing with this space but you know something that i would consider is is the idea of not trying to expand it necessarily at all or just to just to feel it as far as i can tell it it seems like we're being implored you know in this sutra to, to acknowledge that it's there incessantly and sort of infinitely and that it um is sort of a catalyst for us so it's like can you can we not reject it and fill it per se with something but rather can we like feel that space and tara at the same time might be one one way to consider it as a as a practice yeah because filling the gap i don't it almost feels like that's not necessarily
1: possible from what the sutra was telling us it's almost it's almost like we just have to experience it but again i'm 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 right there with all of you working with these sutras just as a practitioner Omananda. Oh, go ahead, Vimy.
6: Yeah, I was kind of interpreting that sutra a little bit more like um, kind of what uh, Swamiji starts with in our meditations, which is that um, often that feeling of wholeness and completeness is not always present. And so we feel that desire to sort of grab on to things externally for, for completion of that. And, and then, so using the conscious awareness to bring us back to that, um, sort of connectedness to our inner self is mm-hmm. kind of the way I look at it.
0: Do you feel like this wholeness, you know, include is like how does that? How does the feeling of this gap relate to the feeling of wholeness?
6: Uh, I think, to me, that maybe I'm interpreting it wrong, but I think that the sutra is saying that because maybe we don't always feel that wholeness and and uh, right. fullness. Uh, that is our implicit nature, and often we have to focus inwards for that feeling. Uh, we tend to get distracted by the objective world
1: right yeah absolutely uh, that's exactly right
0: and how i'm interpreting the sutra as well and i think that's like the that that gap definitely seems to be contradictory to this feeling of wholeness so it's like almost like there's a, a part of us that wants to like uh like i was saying earlier almost wants to get rid of it or fill it but that that gap actually is the key to wholeness. Like when okay. we start to work with it. Yeah. And like you're in this inward capacity, that's when we finally, or perhaps when we finally feel or most whole. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think Sintara looked, her hand went up right then. So she's probably going to comment on that and then Anju.
3: Um, just um, commenting off of that, that is what I was trying to get. Um, express when I was saying there's space for everything, like there is, there's space for everything. That gap is so vast, Hmm. but in the experience of it, you don't have to fill it with everything. Like it just has that capacity. And so Hmm. just finding that peace with that inner awareness or that wholeness that it, there's room for everything
1: But you don't have to hold everything Mm -hmm. just sort of feeling with that for a moment wow yeah and i think this is so what i'm really enjoying about this conversation a is that we're all
0: really coming from this practitioner's perspective we're really trying to i can tell everybody's trying to feel while they're talking and i know you've been feeling leading up to this moment and even though we appear to be saying contradictory things, we can feel the truth in them. You know, it's like, it's like, you're saying this, this space that holds everything, but is itself quite also an experience of emptiness. And like, you're like, oh, that's like, how can you, how can we say that? So contradictory. It's like, no, if you're feeling inside, that's closest we seem to be able to describe it. So it's just so fun to see everybody like really feeling and describing and it's productive instead of feeling like circular so thank you tara
5: i see. i feel the gap between the the breaths the inhalation and the exhalation
1: exactly yeah 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 that's
0: absolutely like one of the the strongest focal points for us to have an experience with it I see a scoot forward at Shoshone Anju. I'm gonna come back to you, but that's a rare scoot happening. <laughs> I'm gonna to try to, I'm gonna respect that. Hi,
7: hi, Sat Yum. Hey. So, uh, what came up for me during the free write? I went inside and I felt this emptiness in like the center of my chest, and then like I drew a couple pictures. I don't know. You probably won't be able to see it, but it, I got you I just pinned. You're,
0: you're big. Good. Hold it up near the camera. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's, so, I see it's, it's, it's a polar bear and a, and a snowstorm.
7: <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, there are, <laughs> it's a heart and then it shows like arrows pointing out, grab grasping for love from the outside coming in. And then there's another heart that's just like a center with love and then like shooting out from within. And that's just like something that is a, a like really paradigm shift for me. I think a lot of my life, I've been like dependent on pulling, you know, filling that gap with love from the outside.
0: Hmm. Wow. Is your name Danya? Danya, yeah. Okay, cool. I've heard about you. Thanks. I'm glad to meet you.
7: Yeah,
0: I think you really hit on a key concept here of like this idea of filling from the inside out is without a doubt the the method we've been instructed you know in this sutra it's like you got to feel from the inside out and i think the heart you know has always been the focal point for for our lineage on on how to do that so i think you really sort of isolated a, a strong doorway into this practice so thank you for sharing that thank you running a little low on time but i want to respect everybody's enthusiasm anju do you want to finish this up
4: sure sorry about that i think my ideas or ideas words have morphed a little bit but um just hearing everybody talk to you it's like almost how like the gap is like a a spark like because the gap itself isn't necessarily like real like it's a bit of an illusion because we are whole but that space in it like creates that, that inner mechanism, you know, without that space, we might just sit happy in our room and not do anything and not know that there's anywhere else to go. So we kind of need it mm-hmm. to like help us keep going. Right. It's like this fuel. And so in these moments, kind of like what Lucia was talking about where I might feel really antsy or like, ah, you know, to, to have her, philosophy to lean back onto and be like no this is this is good this is good to have this feeling it means that that something's happening and so I can take a breath and relax and enjoy that sensation knowing that there's some growth happening or something coming and I can just not understand it but just work with it inside Mm -hmm. and and see that you know like just like the gap in the breath it's it's there but it's also an illusion because it's just a part of the
1: whole Thanks, Andrew. Yeah, it's such a
0: valuable perspective to be able to um, maintain our awareness without having to be uh, certain and shape everything that comes to us to be able to feel space and be able to stay participating in our life so that like what comes to us, we don't have to define it. We can actually have an experience of something in the present, in the moment um, that's, that's sort of what I was hearing you describe and sort of describing, what I was such a valuable part of our practice. What keeps our life feeling so fresh? Well, thank you, everyone. I, I apologize if if everyone that wanted to speak didn't get to speak. I I uh, I will say that this one seems to be the one. If y'all want to take that next step, and put some of these into words and email me your sentiment. Um, This would be a good one for the newsletter, it feels like we could all come together, expressing our perspectives on this, and it would, uh, I think Babaji would be, you know, really um, impressed with with the work that y'all have done so if you have that extra moment this week to just put that sentiment into words and shoot me an email, I think it'd be a good time, seems like a good one. And thank you for those of you who've done that even just last week, Uh, Dandy and Bob, thank you for your emails. All right, so we're gonna move into the next sutra, which is a, it's got a complex Sanskrit sort of foundation, uh, because it's like a sort of a paragraph of a sutra. Oh, yeah, sorry, remind, we have to do a little tension release first, especially after that, just that, that was like a, that was like a whirlwind of, of energy. So thank you, everybody. So fingertips are floating just above the floor, tension release posture, your arms are outstretched down next to you, even if you're in a chair, you just sort of stretch them down. Swallow to release any tension in the throat, and take a slow breath in through the nose, letting it wash up over the third eye, down the throat, and slowly pulling in the heart, and then try to hold the breath in the heart for that same length of time without any clenching, just sort of an expansive heart And as you exhale, try to exhale for the same length of time, visualizing a smoky or ashy substance pouring out of the heart, over the shoulders, down the arms, and out the palms and fingertips. There's a pranayama aspect that can really serve you here, which is just breathing slower than normal. So a five or seven or even 10-second breath as it pours in, visualizing crystal-clear prana, third eye, throat, heart. then trying to hold the breath in the heart, allowing that prana to do its work to break up crystallization without any kind of doership. You don't want to ever feel claustrophobic. And when you're ready, you exhale for about the same length of time, trying to release from the heart any of that smoky or ashy sort of debris that the prana has washed out and let it flow out
1: down the arms. And just do that a couple more times at your own breath pace. Here we are making room inside. You might even say we're enabling the gap. We're making space. After your next exhale, you can just flick out the fingertips and wipe off your arms. All right, let's try the Sanskrit, just one
0: little syllable chunk at a time. Tada, rudha, pramite, stakshaya, jiva, samshaya. Tada, rudha, pramite, stakshaya, jiva, samshaya. All desire vanishes in that fortunate person whose consciousness is established in their own real nature. For them, the state of being a limited individual has ended.
1: I wanted to do a little thought experiment as the introduction to the
0: sutra that I've been benefiting from and I think um, ties into the sutra very well. Here's the thought experiment, ready? It's a practice thought experiment. Imagine
1: that right now, you're in a dream. You're dreaming right now. And on this rare
0: occasion, you know, you get this signal, you're in a dream. And you know how rare that is in a dream. If somebody's, you're like, whoa, I, and you're like, I don't wanna lose this, okay? There's gonna be sensations and thoughts and things that come up that pull you right back into reality. Nope, for right now, you, like, hold on to it. You're in a dream right now. Usually when you realize you're in a dream, you do one of two things. You either accept it or you reject it. In this moment, you know, if you're in a dream, which you are, uh, and you accepted it, you'd say like, oh, now's the time to fly. Or now's the time to swim without having to hold my breath or whatever the fantastic thing you'd like to do in a dream is. Or you reject it. And you say, I'm going to wake up from this dream. I don't want to be in this dream. You know, maybe if it's a scary dream or something. We're going to try option C, option three, which is we're simply going to maintain the awareness that we're in a dream. We're not going to mess with the dream, try to do anything with it. We're not going to reject the dream. We're going to surrender the dream. We're going to be in it, but we're not going to be of it. We're just going to be observing it. And you're in a dream. And this possibility right now. So this opens us up to the possibility of considering the teaching at the heart of this next sutra. Because normally, when we look around ourselves, we think, we suppose, we're in a room full of objects. A room of objects that are separate from ourselves. But being in a dream right now, and not accepting
1: or rejecting it, meaning you're not getting stuck in it, you're surrendering it. The room around you isn't quite so object-based as it normally is. Because
0: in a dream, you created this room around you, right? But in a dream, do you remember creating all those rooms you're in? It's not a lot different than the feeling you have about the room you're in right now. I don't remember building the rooms that I was in in my dream last night. I don't remember making the food that I ate in it.
1: So it's not a lot different than this. And so if you were to consider that you're in a dream right now, and that this room that you're in isn't really
0: that separate from you, you would be approaching the teaching that concludes the sutra, where Lakshmanju recaps by saying, If you, with continuous awareness, imagine this universe that you're in is nothing but your own self, your own nature. Then by continuing to meditate in this
1: way, a time will come when you will become one with God consciousness. So you're in a dream where you're in a philosophy class. I was
0: in my shrine room on a philosophy class last night, in my dream. Well,
1: what did you do? I just maintained the awareness that I was in my dream. And this, according to the sutra, is the most powerful thing we could do in our dream, but really in our life. Not accept it, not reject it, but just
0: maintain this awareness that you're doing right now.
1: I was eating in my dream last night. I was at work in my dream last night. You can maintain this awareness in any setting, just in a dream. And in this dream, you're pulling weeds. I'm in a dream. So from that perspective we can
0: jump into this sutra where you in your dream last night you you were in class and you read a sutra out loud and uh jaya are you able to unmute and read this if it's challenging just let me know i can
1: i think i can can you hear me this is super echoey because i'm in a big space you sound great okay
0: when one is experiencing in the dream state they perceive many different dreams and yet when they can awaken
4: sorry when they awaken these dreams completely vanish and are not
0: existing at all in the same way when a fortunate yogi puts their awareness on this objective world thinking in this way this universe is not
2: objective is not the objective world it is only subjective consciousness
0: then the more they put their awareness on in continuity on subjective consciousness, the more they become one with that subjective consciousness. Thanks, Jaya.
1: So we're used to waking up from a dream and being able to acknowledge everything that occurred in that dream
0: is, poof, completely vanished. Well... That is definitely one way of understanding this concept where you've been in a world where you it was a world of your own making and you couldn't even recognize it. And then you woke up from that world and you're like, whoa, that was a world of my own making and I couldn't even recognize it. Right? You've done, you've done that hundreds of times just by waking up from a dream and realizing it. Well, that same awakening can happen right now. If you were to maintain this awareness in this dream world. And so, Lakshmanju, this is the quote that I was referring to earlier. Um,
1: Nanda Devi, are you nearby? Uh, can you unmute and read this one? No, sorry. I can't get the screen big enough from here today.
0: Oh, I understand. No problem. I think I'll read this one because we have one right after it, and I already read it. So here for this yogi, imagination has become true. If you, with continuous awareness, imagine this universe as nothing but your own self, your own nature, and by continuing to meditate in this way, a time will come when you will become one with God consciousness. This room that you're in is the room of your own making. I know it doesn't seem like that. Just like in your dreams, it doesn't seem like that. You don't really have
1: to understand it. You just have to observe it. As if you were in a dream.
0: Yeah, def- uh, there's a question here um, that asked, is this like the concept that was presented in the matrix? And without going into... That too deeply, because I feel like there's just a whole storyline that might be unpacked. I think, yes, the concept would be that a similar one to what the sutures present us with where um, it's, it's hard because I'm like feeling myself, going, how much of the matrix do I have to understand to relate it, but just the, the simple idea that Our objective what we consider to be the objective world is sort of more like being projected from within us, and we just think it's coming in from the outside. But the sutras keep telling us, like, you know, for lack of a better word or lack of a better description or analogy, that it's actually determined more by what's inside of us. Right? And so, I, without getting into the matrix concept too detailed, hopefully that helps. So we're going to keep going with it. And so this last little quote, um, anyone want to read this last one? Anybody just convenient, wants to go for it? I'll just, Yogita, I was actually going to call on you, so that worked out
5: well. Uh, Swami.
0: Sorry, Sorry, let me, here, this is it. Oh, okay. okay. There you
5: go. Uh, Swami Lakshmanju comments, comments, the question can now be asked, when this yogi's individuality vanishes, Will they not have to immediately live their leave their physical body? But actually, they don't experience their leaving of their physical body. Even after realization of God consciousness, they still maintain the body. But if they are still living in their physical body, which is filled entirely with individuality, how can it be sad? That they are established in God consciousness. This yogi, who is said to be established in God consciousness, continues to suffer from the limitations of the body. Sometimes they have to spit and sometimes they have to blow their nose. Mm -hmm. They may experience headaches, toothaches, or stomach aches. In short, they experience all of the physical body, uh, physical problems associated with the body in other words they can be in god consciousness and be in the body at the same time
0: thanks yogita (laughs) you you always do a great job of reading and then somehow you capture you you understand it while you're reading enough to comment i find that um, that's just really awesome um yeah that's it uh you know that we don't have to always associate enlightenment with uh or god with something that has in no way resembles what we are like, oh, as soon as you realize it, you'll be something totally different. Um, no, you you can you can have this awareness and, and, com, and be in your body. So it's the equivalent of like, you can be aware of being in a dream. And that doesn't necessarily mean the dream has to end that second. Oh, I got it. This reality has to end. The minute I realize it, this reality is over. It's like, no, you can just like right now, you can just be like, I'm in a dream and I'm maintaining awareness. It's this witness-like feeling. It's a very surrendered feeling where I feel like I'm not in total control, yet this world is made of, of me. And yet it's made of something other than me, and I don't know what that is, and that's okay. And I can maintain this level of awareness and still be listening and talking and eating and working. So... That's sort of, and that actually is, is what propels us into the next uh, sutra, um, where they talk specifically about the veils that, that are covering it, are covering our awareness, but we'll have to wait till then. So any questions or comments here on this thought experiment that you're welcome to end if you'd like,
1: you can take the blue pill, or the red pill, actually, and then the, the thought experiment will end. Okay. Yeah, so is there a palpable feeling to this experience?
0: Were you all able to generate like a feeling in this thought experiment? Yeah, I see some nods. It's, as a practitioner, it's sort of really valuable because it's not really just a thought experiment. It's almost like a, a, a practice experiment. It's like, a, I see a hand there, Danya, yeah, go for it. And Bob's got a hand.
7: So this sutra is really real for me. I'm a lucid dreamer. So I've had the experience many times of being in a dream and then suddenly realizing, oh, I'm dreaming. This means I can go fly (laughs) or Mm. eat a bunch of cake. (laughs) (laughs) Or basically as soon as I get lucid, it feels like my instinctual urges just come in full force and kind of pull me in all these different directions. And it takes a whole lot of like surrender, like you said, surrendering the dream to be like, okay, well maybe I'm just gonna meditate. Or do a practice. I don't need to go follow something and go fly or whatever. And when I've the times I've chosen to meditate, it's been amazing. You, it's like when you're in a dream and then you meditate. It's just incredible.
0: Well, does sound incredible. Raise your hand if you want that experience. I think everybody's <laughs> like that sounds awesome. Um, so may we all have that experience. But in the meantime. Two things come to mind. One, this idea of all the things we want to do once we realize in a dream. If you think about it in the sutras, they've been very clear about as a practitioner gains these abilities, don't use your energy to fly. Don't use your energy to do these like tricks, right? And that's in this reality. And so it's almost like we encounter that same thing when we're in a dream and we wake up and it's like, I want to use my energy for this. And it's like the sutras are like, no, 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 don't use it for that. Use it for growth and you'll go way further. So it's sort of cool that we, we think like, oh, I mean, maybe Milarepa had that experience, but I'll never have that experience. No, that capacity is in us and we will encounter that choice. And maybe it's in that dream state. But nonetheless, we have to be willing to say like, what is energy for? Is it for flying or is it for growing? You know, and um, I definitely chose flying and I hope I will choose growing yeah you know i definitely chose flying up until now when i have that chance in a dream um bob i saw your hand go up
2: yeah i um, i really like that thought experiment it um, made me think of times when i'm driving if I'm driving, especially on nice, long, straight roads, Lord knows we don't have many of those here in Hawaii, but there are a few. on a long, straight road to get into this zone, your physical body isn't really doing much. You're just kind of tweaking the wheel a little bit to make sure you stay on the road. But uh, it feels like this dream going by without your really having to physically participate in it. And um, when you're describing it like, oh, here, here I am sitting in a room, nothing is moving here, but, and so it's kind of easy to say, okay, I'm gonna drop into that space where I feel like I'm in a dream. But uh, it, it also works if you're doing something where you're not really having to do much, like if you were the passenger in a car and things are going by and instead of watching the things go by and noticing them mm-hmm. you're just things are going by it's uh it's a lot like that experience that i felt when you told us the experiment
0: thank you that sounds really it's definitely something we could all try in this next week the experience of basically observing Right, the observational experience. And that observational experience is really fruitful because you really can feel there's a lot happening and you don't have to make it happen. Because you know, the scenery goes by and you're like, and I'm not doing anything. And you can really get into that observer state. And that's really all this dream thought experiment is trying to help us do is just is just access that observational, that witness state. Yeah. So we are into that meditation time and I'm excited uh to make this, this to have this discussion with everybody next week. And um so feel free to scooch around a little bit and we'll settle in for a slightly abridged guided practice.
8: All right.
1: So take a moment, let the eyes close. Focus on the stillness and the effortless effort of stillness in your body. Try to feel your seat in a balanced way so that there's no gripping. There is a subtle level of physical work required to sit upright, but allow that to be very, very minimal.
0: And similar with the breath, there is a subtle amount of effort required for smooth breathing. But try not to get too absorbed in the effort and instead work at using
1: the least amount of effort needed to maintain a smooth breath flow through the nose. And let yourself just gently entertain this concept yet again. That this is a dream. That this world is coming from the inside. That everything around you is made of you
0: including your body and your breath, that these aren't
1: separate things somehow outside of you. And try to allow yourself to rest in that
0: state, right? Not pushing or pulling, not accepting
1: or rejecting, but simply maintaining a awareness and know that wherever you direct your awareness in
0: continuity okay that's that's important in continuity meaning wherever you can direct your awareness repeatedly is where you
1: where you will go. It's what your world will become. So let your awareness sink down towards your heart center. It won't go there all at once necessarily. But in continuity. As
0: you inhale, allow the inhale to gather your awareness towards the heart and as you exhale allow your exhale to expand
1: the heart dissolving any tensions that surround it and know that if you can do this a few times in a row this is where your world will go You don't have to use a lot of effort. You're the ship, and you're the wind that steers it. Just a gentle redirection of awareness towards the heart. Using the breath. You're meditating in a dream. You realize you're in a dream and you're using that time to go into your heart. As thoughts arise, your world
0: goes in that direction. It's not a bad thing. It's just
1: physics. And so let your energy, let your awareness point back towards the heart. Let that continuity grow that space so that everything starts drawing towards the heart. Let yourself enjoy the freedom of this thought experiment. If you were meditating
0: in a dream, you wouldn't hold yourself to such linear standards.
1: You would allow yourself to imagine that heart really expanding on the exhale, dissolving all the tensions that might surround it each inhale
0: without using effort, too much effort, but each inhale gathers all
1: of your awareness. Each exhale allows that awareness to expand. Sometimes we want something to happen. And
0: that need to fill the gap, to fill the space,
1: contracts our awareness. Try to surrender the need for this to happen in a
0: certain amount of time or in a certain amount of breaths. And instead, just
1: maintain the awareness that you're in a dream, that you're in this surrendered witness state and that you're just applying your energy towards your practice and that's it. It's easier to stay soft if you maintain that awareness that you're in a dream. It takes the expectations out of it. It lets you participate in this breath. takes the doership out of it. And you can take the last minute to allow the eyes to slowly open.
0: Last minute to
1: identify with that state of awareness that this thought experiment allows you to access. And then you can let it all go
0: and come back to it, you know, at another time. Namaste. Thanks, everyone, for your awareness and participation. Hope that was enjoyable and look forward to the discussion next week. for listening and watching today the merit of our practice today is dedicated to his holiness Sri Shambhavananda you should know that this production was done at Konolini Yoga Ashram home to yoga and meditation teacher trainings online year-round we'd like to just give special thanks to not only Sri Shambhavananda but to Faith Stone for her opening artwork for her teachings and constant inspiration to our Sangha for their love and participation making this class so special uh, for Kirtana for her opening music, Um, also to you for practicing today. Thank you so much for being a part of this production. Namaste.